Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Geeky Gentleman Podcast. Now today we're putting on our MCU thinking caps, because in this episode we're talking about the possibility that the MCU might be setting up the infamous ex-villain Apocalypse. And no, not the Ivan News version you saw in Fox's X-Men Apocalypse film. Forget that one. In the gentleman's portion, I'm going to be discussing how a man should dress when attending a summer wedding. Alrighty guys, enough said, let's go right into the podcast. So Thanos is out of the way courtesy of Tony Stark, which means that the MCU is missing an overarching villain to carry through their films. Now, I'm sure Kevin Feige and the team already have plans on how they're setting up the next phases of the MCU, especially when it comes to who's going to be the next big bad. But now that Marvel is rolling extraordinarily deep with superhero teams more than ever with the addition of X-Men and Fantastic Four, I am thinking that Marvel may be setting up multiple big bads for our heroes to face as we have separate team-up films with the X-Men, Avengers, and Fantastic Four. But why do I think we might be seeing Apocalypse down the line? Well, we know that the MCU is currently working on one of their newest franchises, The Eternals, and they've already cast the likes of Angelina Jolie and is rumored to be in talks with Richard Madden. So quick backstory on the Eternals. The Eternals are a race of vastly powerful cosmic aliens with special powers such as atomic manipulation, super speed, super strength, and so on and so forth, aka they can kick your ass. Now, they're mostly fighting a constant battle with their foes, the Deviants, which are essentially, you know, their evil counterparts. Now, the Eternals are near immortal beings, and with such a long lifespan, they've come into contact with numerous Marvel heroes and villains. The Eternal film is currently in development right now, and it's said to be focused on the characters of Cersei and Icarus, which will be played by Angelina Jolie and Richard Madden. Now, at some point during the early centuries, Icarus, Cersei, and the other Eternals come into conflict with another immortal being, Apocalypse. They even actually refer to him as their ancient nemesis. Now they fight, and the conflict ends with Apocalypse losing, and Icarus and Cersei and the other Eternals, they think he's dead but we know he actually survives. And this is where things can possibly get very interesting for the films that the MCU have coming up. The Eternal films can possibly start laying the groundwork for Apocalypse in their films because we can assume it's going to be a trilogy. When the Eternals first encounter Apocalypse, way back when, he isn't the Apocalypse most of us know from the comic books. He doesn't become that Apocalypse until he merges with celestial alien technology that was left on Earth. Now, the Celestials are other super-powerful beings, and they're the ones who created the Eternals. Now, we've actually already started seeing some of the Celestials in the MCU. We got our first look in Guardians of the Galaxy with Ison the Searcher and Ego in Guardians of the Galaxy 2. So this is how I see it. The Eternals encounter a young version of Apocalypse that they fight, either in the first film or somewhere in their trilogy. I think it would be clever for the MCU to have them somehow inadvertently have a hand in creating the apocalypse we know in modern times. Now, while they think they actually defeated him the first time around, Apocalypse just goes into hibernation as he does in the comic books. And he wakes up during key points during the centuries, and he's kind of like the master manipulator, aka the new Thanos, and he just manipulates in the background and is constantly foiling the Eternals, and eventually the superheroes have to team up to fight him again. In theory, I'd really hope that they introduce Apocalypse, and as they start sprinkling in the X-Men into the MCU, Apocalypse becomes the overarching villain in the X-Men films, and you know, the X-Men have to fight him, and then the Eternals can pop in to assist in the climactic showdown. Let's cross our fingers and hope that the people at Marvel are listening to me! 
And with that said, let's mosey on over to our gentleman's portion of the podcast. If you have a plethora of wedding invites this summer and you have no idea what to wear, then I have got you covered. Dressing properly for a summer wedding can sometimes be tricky because you have to find out how formal the wedding actually is. First, you should always check the invite. Most summer weddings won't be super formal, so you don't have to worry about wearing a tux and going full-on black tie. But when in doubt, just ask. And if it is black tie, then you have to suck it up and go in black tie, white button-down shirt, black tux, because nothing else is acceptable. You'll sweat balls, but you will look epic. What if the wedding is black tie optional? This essentially means that the people who are hosting the wedding will be in black tie, but know that you might not want to and are nice enough to know that. So in these types of situations, I personally would still err on the side of caution and go in a black suit and tie. But if you don't want to go that route, then any dark suit with tie would be fine and just kind of make sure that your suit is as close to black as possible. So make sure to just to go dark. Most of your summer weddings though will be summer smart, which is the best thing you can hope for because you don't have to boil in your suit. Now, when it comes to summer smart dress, that allows you the freedom to play around with colors and materials, and that's what you better do. You can wear neutral or pastel shades, and even go into linen or seersucker suits. Don't be afraid to mix and match suit separates. You can go with a lighter tone jacket and darker trousers. Even depending on your entire overall look, you can ditch the tie altogether. I would just make sure to still wear a smart button-down shirt versus a regular crew neck shirt. Pair these suits with a pair of stylish loafers and a complimentary color and you will look on point. There you have it, gentlemen. Now you know how to make sure you're properly dressed for all those summer weddings. And I really hope they're all summer smart because no one wants to be in their tux in summer. No one! Alrighty, guys, that's it for today's episode of The Geeky Gentlemen. Cheers and thank you so much for listening. Let me know what you guys think of my apocalypse theory in the MCU. Drop me a DM on Instagram. I'm at Drifting Decal with your thoughts on it. And if you have any other men's style questions. Until our next podcast adventure, guys, I will talk to you later.